Welcome to the Dollars and Cents Radio Show with your host, accountant and author Carol Topp, the homeschool CPA. Carol takes confusing topics such as money and business and puts them into clear English. She's ready to share her knowledge with you on today's show. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to the Homeschool CPA Podcast. So happy to have you join us today. This is Carol Topp. My website is homeschoolcpa.com. And I am excited to have uh, two guests with me for this podcast and the next one. One voice you might find be a little familiar. I've got Melissa Robb, who is a homeschool leader in Rhode Island. And she is going to talk to us and the other guest, Pamela Martin, who is a school liaison officer at the Newport Naval Base in Rhode Island. And they are happy and anxious to talk to you about how Melissa, as a volunteer homeschool liaison, helps homeschooling military families who are coming in and out of the Newport, Rhode Island area, and how she connects both to the um, school liaison officer, Pamela, is, as well as uh, the homeschooling families in her area. So it's a really neat volunteer service that you do, Melissa. I love it because you know that homeschooling is very popular with military families. But you were telling me how these families land <laughs> in a new base, a new home, and they want to continue homeschooling successfully, but they need help making connections in the local area. Is is that kind of what you what you do, Melissa? Yeah, absolutely. Um, every year there's a whole slew of new families that come in. I don't know if it's more or less than other uh, installations. Is that what we're called, an installation? We are an installation, okay. yeah. I, I don't know if an average amount because this is where the Naval War College is. Yes. And so a lot of families are here for less than a year. So mm-hmm. they don't have time to mess around and find local groups and learn about the laws and then find friends. They need to just get in and get going right away because they're just going to be gone again really soon. So I want to make sure that that can happen for them really smoothly. That's absolutely wonderful. You know, my, my father-in-law was at the Naval War College in, in Rhode Island. He was a, a career uh, Navy guy. So uh, I may have heard about it. Um, my husband, you know, lived in Rhode Island for that little bit of time, <laughs> so a little familiar with it. But yeah, I've run into lots of military families, and you're right. Uh, uh, less than a year is not very long, but even two or three years, they still want to find out what what's available locally. So Melissa, how on earth did you even get get started thinking about the military families and and how you could help them? So when I was first homeschooling in Rhode Island. I started to hear about military families and it was kind of it was kind of just like an underlying conversation about people not being able to find who to hang out with and then I would you know when Yahoo groups started and then Facebook groups I would see people saying that they were very on their own they were a, a homeschool family in Rhode Island they couldn't find friends and by the time they did they were already going to move on and they had they had no one to talk to about the laws here. So there's the, the legal end of things, and then there was just finding others. They didn't know how. And once in a while, every few years, I would hear uh, that there was like this mysterious homeschool group on base. And I kept trying to find mm. out more about that. Like, who was in this group, and did they have the right information and support? And did they want to play with the rest of us? Um, I mean, it's Rhode Island. It's small. So we really should be playing together. And I couldn't imagine that there were enough of them for long enough to be creating a stable homeschool community here. 
Well, I don't think there ever really was, honestly. Um, I think mm-hmm. it was just a couple of families getting together every once in a while, and every year that whole situation changed. I reached mm-hmm. out to the slow multiple times throughout the years. What, what are you saying? What is, what is slow? Slow is the acronym for a school liaison officer, which is okay. Um, I'm a Navy civilian, and my job is to help military families uh, facilitate the K-12 education of their kids, uh, regardless of their school choice. But I wasn't the school liaison officer here at that time when Melissa was going through this process. Right. Gotcha. I was reaching okay. out and not getting a whole lot of positive um, reaction. I don't think anybody was really interested. And then once in a while, I would be told, oh, yeah, we do have somebody we go to. Well, that somebody they went to was somebody who happened to be a family here that year. And and oh. be referring them to this one family for a year, and then they would be gone. And now here comes a new family who does not know the area, and now that might be somebody who they would touch base with. It was never very stable. And I kept right. seeing the need for there to be a stable voice in the community where they could go to that person and know for sure that they were getting the right information and know um, where to go find friends and programming right away. Uh, And I kept trying to get my my foot in the door there. And finally, just as the other slow was leaving and Pam was coming on, um, the other slow welcomed me in for a meeting. And he, Mm. I think, was the driving force. Yes. He wanted me here. He saw the benefit, and he mm-hmm. um, talked to the slow about getting me in. Mm-hmm. And Great. So that yeah. finally worked out, and since then it's been heavenly. I think so. Well, good <laughs> for you. I'm, I mean, and we're going to talk in the, in the follow-up a little bit more with Pamela Martin, the school liaison officer, about what she needs from homeschool leaders. But I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to focus more on you, Melissa, in this episode because I just think it's neat. When you see a need of how you can help people who need the help. Like you said, there, there was this instability, constant change, like there already already is in military lives, but at least you wanted that to be that stable voice and contact in the homeschool community for them. So good for you because you're not a military family, but you it, you just had a soft spot for them because they were, they were fellow homeschoolers who needed that support. Absolutely. Plus, I'm very protective of Rhode Island requirements for homeschooling. And so I also um, had the concern that if there were people coming in and out not knowing the requirements, they might be asked to over-comply and they might do right. that because they just didn't know. So I also right. had that in my mind as like a, a just protective of all of Rhode Island kind of a thing. No, that makes perfect sense because these families come from their their different states and they might assume some things about, well, this is what we did in the previous state I was in, whether uh, more or less restrictive than Rhode Island. So good. Yeah, you're right. A lot of homeschool leaders care about, yeah, let's not give them more than they ask because then they might keep the state might keep asking for more information from homeschoolers and we want to protect the freedoms and rights that we have. Yes, exactly, and I didn't want anybody to kind of, not pray, I don't know what word to use, to pray on the military to get more information because they didn't know better. I didn't want that to happen either because in Rhode Island we have uh, 36 districts and every single one has their own policy. So I didn't want anybody messing around with military and getting more from them that was necessary. And also you mentioned because they're moving back and forth and learning and um, having to understand each different state or country's uh, homeschool laws, 
I also try to help with that. When they're coming from somewhere, they might have questions about how to wrap it up in their state that they're coming from. Oh, yeah. And I do my best to be educated about as Ooh. much of the country as I can, not that I'm an expert in that, but enough to help them with that. And then if they ask me about where they're going next, I'm hopeful that I can give them some information and also direct them to a homeschool group to talk to. I try yeah. to be on a lot of national groups and a lot yeah. of the groups that I know families typically move to, I've kind of gotten on a lot of the, like the Virginia groups, like a lot of the places our families typically yeah, go. Florida, a lot of Florida yeah. people are coming and going California, to Rhode Island, California. California. Yeah. yeah, so yeah. I try to be educated on that level too, and it's definitely not something I think they expect me to know. I think that's kind of gravy. But it makes me feel better that I can say, hey, when you leave here, this is where you should go. Like, who, this is who you should talk to. This is who I recommend next kind of thing. Yeah. Well, and I have found there's lots of great information now on the Internet, more so than when, you know, I started homeschooling a long time ago. <laughs> and yeah. and it's neat now. What I see, like, Facebook groups for specific cities or for specific states and, and a lot of Helpful information, but sometimes a lot of confusing information out there, too. So it is good that you're trying to give them correct factual information about There are also a handful of military homeschooling Facebook groups. There are a few that are active. Uh, there are some that are not as they don't really talk right. very much. Um, and right. also there is a homeschooling for, high, for college credit Facebook group which is for military, a military homeschooling for college credit, which is for high school students, and that is kind of new, and I definitely recommend that group also. So I can also okay. help people with that. If they just don't know where to look for a national group, I can yeah. uh, point people to that. Well, I'll give a little plug here. Melissa and I know each other because of a Facebook group for homeschool leaders. It's called I Am a Homeschool Group Leader. And it's leaders from across the country. So that's kind of a neat group, isn't it, Melissa? For, you know, you could ask other leaders questions on that group about, I've got a military family, you know, going from this state to that state. Can you introduce them to things in your area? Absolutely. So, it's, yeah. a, it's a great resource. Yeah. But, Melissa, sounds like this is a little time-consuming. I mean, you're a homeschool mom. You're also active in Enrich, your homeschool group there in Rhode Island. You're doing this volunteering with a, as a liaison to the military. Uh, what, what kind of time commitment do you put into this uh, military liaison volunteer role that you've, you've taken on? I would say it depends on the time of year. Like right now, everyone's getting their orders for where they're moving to, and so people have a lot of questions. They're looking for their house. They're looking for their education, whether it be school. A lot of families, um, when they move here, seem to start homeschooling. I don't know mm -hmm. why, but they do. Oh. Huh. There's a lot of families this time of year that are getting their orders between now and July. July, yeah. So this okay. is probably the busiest time. And then when they get here, it slows down a little bit because they've already taken care of their paperwork. They already know, you know, where they're going to hang out, where they're going to find classes. So, yeah, this time of year is the busiest. But we, Pam and I have been able to streamline the process, and we have documents that we share with the new people, and that answers a lot of questions. But even with that, we all know that no matter how many documents you make or how many websites you send them to, 
they need some personal conversation. They need a few lines that is dedicated to them and their specific question and their need. Um, so it's not completely just, hey, read this paper. Not at all. I definitely am, am talking to people on an individual basis via email mm -hmm. or via message. Oh, okay. I was going to ask. So, what do you, so you will talk on the phone, or you prefer email or Facebook Messenger or text messaging or something like that? I personally do not talk to people on the phone. I just think that giving out my phone number, et cetera, it makes me way too accessible, and I just would rather not do that. But definitely, I'm I'm PMing people all the time and sending emails. So, and also we talk sometimes just on groups. You know, they might have questions I can answer yeah. right on the group. And I know Pamela, though, talks to people via phone all day. I'll talk in the grocery store line. I get hit up <laughs> filling my gas tank. They see my name tag, and we're off and running. But I like email predominantly because it creates a record system for me. And when someone says, hey, it's me, Sally from Virginia. Yeah. Honestly, yeah. I've mm -hmm. got a dozen Sallys from Virginia, so I, I need the record. Oh, I totally agree. The amount of times I just through my inbox to find out Sally, 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 who Sally, was Sally. this person, what's yeah. their story? Because now they're saying, yes. by the way, I also need to know blah, blah, blah. I'm like, yeah, but what's all your background? Yeah. So, yeah, I agree. Um, homeschoolers email. in general, I think, like paper trails. So and you stay on task more via email. Yeah, you have yes. a record of what you said. I, I completely agree with you. I mean, in fact, I had to put a little line at the bottom of my email about please give me your first and last name and your homeschool group's name. I'm yep. talking to homeschool leaders because I can't keep you all straight. I am typically, this is my life, okay, I'm typically dealing with 20 to 30 different homeschool leaders at the same time, and I can't keep them all straight. Yeah. And and I have a longer-term relationship with them than you. I mean, you probably are talking to, you know, or emailing a family for a matter of a few weeks, Melissa or um, Pamela, and then they, they're, they're good. You know, you're you're doing a short-term service for them, but it's so needed. Absolutely, so that good. that is true. And usually these families that we email with during this time of year will then come in for our annual welcome event in August. So we do get to see some of them face-to-face, -face, but not all of them. Well, and social media and email and stuff is just fabulous. So, Melissa, to, to wrap up our little bit of time here, so this is – so spring and summer, you're busy, busy times. What about, what about ongoing? I mean, so you help them with the, the folks that are coming in, but as an ongoing volunteer effort here, what, what does it look like in your life? How do you continue to help the, home, the military fam, homeschool families? So the rest of the year, I might get a few questions. Um, some families come in throughout the year, but not usually. And then some people do withdraw their children from school once they get here. Oh, okay. Looking for mm -hmm. information okay. from me. But like you're saying, once we get them set, we're usually not having any more conversations with them. They might talk to me when they're talking about where they're going next. Um, they might have very some specific questions later in the year when they think of, you know, can they do sports at school? Can they do this or that? So once in a while. But for the most part, it's a certain time of year, and the rest of the year is mostly quiet. They're very self-determinant, and they typically are quite independent. And sure. by homeschooling standards, that's really saying something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. They have a lot of get up and go, and they are not afraid to just charge right in. So I don't see it as a lot of hand-holding. Okay. I think they just need to be equipped, and then they take it from there. 
Are most of the contacts coming through Pamela as the school liaison officer at the installation, or do you have a website or you said you're active on Facebook groups, so that's how they find you. How would the military family find you as a, a volunteer homeschool liaison for your state? Uh, kind of all the things that you just said. Some come through Pam. So, and those people, a lot of those people are the ones who are undecided yet. They're mm-hmm. deciding, are they going to go to school here? Are they going to go to a private school? Or are they going to homeschool or what? So a lot of that. And then I am on the local military Facebook page, which they were very kind enough to let a non-military person on. And so um, I see some people that way. They mention homeschooling. And then I get in touch with them. And other than that, it's kind of either national groups or something like that, or somebody tells somebody and they they contact me. Uh I do not have a page they could search for or anything like that. I'm hoping that what the way we're doing it, we're catching just about everybody. So every incoming family member doesn't have to have me sign off on their paperwork uh, or they're not assigned to see me. So I know that there might be homeschooling positive people out there that are just opting to research the laws online and go it alone. But if they can get online about the Rhode Island homeschool community, Melissa's name will float to the top. So I think we do capture them one way or the other. Right. that's It's absolutely wonderful. And I, I, on behalf of all the (laughs) military families, good, good for you for seeing that need, Melissa, and trying to do what you can to meet it even though it wasn't necessarily your tribe. It's become your tribe. I think that's wonderful. So I want to encourage you, dear homeschool leaders out there, I know your plates are already full, but maybe there's someone in your community that says, yeah, I have a heart for for these military. I will start uh, initiating how I can help the military families coming into my community. And stay tuned for the next episode, folks, where we're going to let Pamela Martin, the school liaison officer, tell a little bit more of what what she needs from the homeschoolers and, and how the connection and the networking is built. So thank you, ladies, and stay tuned for our next episode. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for joining the Dollars and Cents Radio Show with Carol Top here at the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network. For more helpful information, visit Carol at her website, homeschoolcpa.com.